Hello around everybody, it's time for the Tales by Toe podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Tales by Toe podcast. How are we all doing? I hope you're keeping well. February, we made it through January guys, we did it. We did it. I'm so happy we're in a new month. Um, What's been happening? What's new on your end of the world? So last time we were talking about the things that they don't tell you in wedding planning. Today, we're talking about the day itself. So you've been on this planning journey. You've spent months, weeks, days talking about wedding, talking about the dress, the decor, arguing with the caterer about the budget, you know, discussions about the guest list, all of that great jazz. You've gone through it. The day's actually here. Now, when it comes to the day itself, you're going to let you think, okay, I've done everything that I need to do. Surely I've learned it all. There's nothing else coming my way. Well, not quite. It's all it's all good things, don't worry. I'm making it sound so negative. But actually, like, when I think back to our wedding day, so we've been married now four months now, I think. I think we've been married for four months. And um, we had a beautiful wedding day. I loved my wedding day. It was just like, it just all went, it was just so lovely. And... Um, I'm constantly looking at the pictures and if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen that I've shared some pictures and almost on a daily basis, I'm trying to think whether I should keep just sharing pictures and then other days I'm like, people don't really care about your wedding, sis, just relax. Um, So yeah, but I mean, we loved our wedding day and I always joke with my husband about whether he would do it again and he has said outright point blank period no he doesn't want to do it again and I don't know why I mean we had so much fun (laughs) it's exhausting but I'm like why wouldn't we do it again you know get everyone in the room together again and just celebrate and have a party but um he's done so no more event planning on that sort of scale but nonetheless we had a beautiful day and for the brides who are almost at the end of their wedding journey the finishing line is almost there just hang in there it will all be worth it for me what I learned from my day is just that all the planning all the saving the spreadsheets the discussions it all means something like I think when you're in the midst of the planning there is a point where you just feel like it's above me now it, it, it is above me now and if my my sister is on both sides are listening to this they know that but the last two weeks of the wedding planning literally any conversation or any question that came my way I'll say it's above me now I'm just I can't I cannot I can't do it um but actually I learned so much from the wedding day itself I remember just waking up and seeing the day unfold And it felt like an absolute dream. And I kept saying to people, I feel like I'm having an outer body experience. Like I was at my wedding. Of course I was, but I don't, I didn't feel like I was, it was happening as I was seeing things happen. Like everything was happening around me. And it was just so surreal that you spend so many days and nights planning this big day 
and it just comes, it just appears. And to be honest, I feel like as quickly as I was waking up and getting ready, the day ended and it was already time to go to bed. Like it just flies by. Um, but what I did learn is that the day won't go how you plan and not in a bad way. Just know that, just know that it just won't go how you plan. And in some ways it will be better than what you expected. In others, it will just be different. I think when you're, especially if you've got an event planner um, experience like I had, you kind of plan the day with like a breakdown of how you want everything to go, what you've envisioned. So for mine, I had planned everything down from like the breakfast um the pictures that I wanted to have, I had a list of pictures that I wanted, I had, um, you know, where, where I was going to sit, who was, you know, a seating plan, I had the timings from the distance from the church to the venue, because you've got to calculate these things to know when to start the reception, what time the photographer should come, you know, we had all sorts of vendors that everything was quite well planned to make sure that the day went you know, went off without any glitches and everything, everyone worked together. And I think in wedding planning, you don't realize how much you are kind of the connecting dots for a lot of people. And I've said this in the advice to brides that if you, if you've got people, have a team around you, because there's so many things that if you're planning your own wedding, that you think about yourself that someone else might not even be aware of. So on my actual day, I had my sisters there, my sister-in-laws were there, my bridesmaids, obviously, and um, we had two wedding coordinators on the day. And I we'd had meetings before um, and kind of kept each other in the loop of some of these conversations. But I did source a lot of my own vendors. So it meant some of the conversations were things that I might have agreed with the DJ over a WhatsApp conversation that I might not have conveyed with the wedding coordinator who actually on the day of the wedding, the wedding coordinator is the one having the conversation with the DJ. So, you know, on the day you start to learn, oh, actually there's little gaps that you just, you can't plan for. And I think not so much on just a logistics point of view, on the day itself, when you plan your day down to the T, it literally doesn't take into account the amount of people that are there for your day. And not in a, like the crowd, but the actual emotions that come with the whole day. Like it's an overflow of love you know, we had a wedding for 300 people, probably 330, if I'm honest. <laughs> Not that that's what we were aiming for, but it happened. But you, you know, you can plan everything down to the T, but you can't plan 300 people and how their day is going to go, what traffic is going to be like. Um, and even just as simple as that, where the distance from the church, the reception is probably like a six minute drive and they decided to do roadworks. We didn't know they were doing roadworks that week. So actually it took us 20 minutes to get to the reception. Whereas every time we'd been going back and forth, they'd taken us like six minutes. And that's something you can't plan for. It's, it's just how it is. But one of them, you know, the few main things that I just wanted to share with you about the day itself and to have you, um, excited whilst you're still in your planning process, if you are in it, or if you've already had your wedding day, 
to see whether you agree. I would love to hear back from any brides who've had their wedding recently um, to see whether you you agree or you have other pointers that we should we should tell the new brides who are on the way what to expect. And I think the first thing is to know that things will go wrong. Things will just go wrong. It is a fact. My second dress, so my husband is from Nigeria, so we changed into um, traditional attire. I had this beautiful burgundy lace made in Nigeria, like a dress and a top. Did the zip on my top just break? Like I'm getting dressed for the second part of my reception. The zip broke. They had to like stitch me into it. And luckily my wedding coordinator just happened to have as so you know a sewing kit in her handbag so everybody have a sewing kit maid of honor if you're listening have a sewing kit you just don't know when you'll need it um things will go wrong my mc was late oh my mc was late we're not gonna talk about that but um you know things are gonna go wrong and it's okay like i had an amazing team literally my wedding would not have been possible without the team that we had and my team they they know who they are those are my my sisters and sister-in-laws are like ride or die they handled everything and even when things were going wrong and it was small small things I being having having been the person who planned my own wedding I didn't feel panicked like I saw that my MC was late but my my sisters and my brother-in-law's they all look so calm, like they were just handling stuff. And it just made me think, oh, okay, cool, whatever. I don't know. And, you know, you also learn on the day that whatever's happening, that's not your business. It's just really not your business. So yeah, that's probably one of the first things that I will say for every single bride. Just know that. Um, also on the day, you learn that there's so many people who love you. Um, and you guys know I'm big on just knowing who's there for you and just understanding. But I think for my wedding day, I really just was, I was in awe of, you know, like I said, we had 300 people who came to our wedding. And of those 300 people, we had so many international guests. We had people coming from America, Canada, Nigeria, Zimbabwe, South Africa, um, People sacrifice their time, their money, their um, their own life. People could have chosen to do any other thing. And bearing in mind our wedding was on a Friday, which in the beginning we got a lot of heat for. Um, but people had to sacrifice either their annual leave or their children being at school. But we still had a room full of people who were just there to celebrate with us. And it was that was probably one of the favorite parts of the day because it's just so beautiful to see everyone there. But like, it's, it's such a weird um, paradox because in the same space, like the wedding day is so emotional. You literally have emotions going out of your ears at different moments of the day because there's so many monumental things happening that, you know, like I said, I didn't feel like, I felt like my day was happening around me. So I I didn't cry on my wedding day, um, surprise, surprise. And it, I think emotionally, I felt there were moments that were definitely tear worthy um, and moments that I thought in my planning time that I would definitely cry on the day. But on the day itself, there's just so much going on. Um, it's such an emotional day. And I think for 
you allow yourself to feel all the emotions that they, it comes in different ways and each moment comes with its own thing. So I had the morning getting ready with the makeup artist. I had a nice little praise and worship. It was just, it was just me, the makeup artist and um, my photographer in the room. It was peaceful and that's exactly how I wanted it. Um, but then at one point I was like, it's too quiet. I'm in my head. Oh my God, I'm thinking about all of these things. And then the next moment it was totally fine. And then I, my mother walked me down the aisle um, and that was a moment that I will treasure forever. And then there was the moment when I walked into the church and I had quite a big dress. If anyone's seen the dress I wore, I had quite a big dress. So I was thinking about, oh my God, I need to walk. I didn't practice walking with this dress. Oh my God, I'm going to walk on the dress. I'm going to trip over. Oh my God, don't look down at the dress. Look at the people looking at you. And then in the midst of all of this, I looked and saw Dapo at the other end waiting for me. And I was just like, oh my God, you know, this person is there waiting for you. And I think it's such a, it's literally a split second, but you start to think about everything that you've ever been through. You're seeing someone who is at the end of the aisle waiting for you. They are waiting just for you. And, you know, you think of every past pain, trauma, any person, any, um, has been whoever told you that you never deserve this moment and here you are having it so the emotions are constantly on a wave and I think that's one of the things I probably knew was going to happen but you can't anticipate how it will feel on the day that was just one of the things for me and it was just it was so lovely and I, in on the day itself I didn't feel the emotions as much as I did like the next day or the week after. Um, but yeah, that's something on the day that I really enjoyed. And all those people who say to you um, that they don't like dancing are going to be killing it on the dance floor. Like when we've been looking back at some of the pictures on the day itself, I didn't see half of these people dancing, but now in like my photo album, I've got like moments of like my niece dancing. I've got moment of my grandmother, you know, like there's some beautiful moments that I captured. Even my own husband, he hates dancing. Well, he says he hates dancing and he says he doesn't like being center stage. But on the wedding day, this guy was killing it on the dance floor. So I was like, oh, okay. You've got all these moves that you've been hiding. So it's always quite interesting that, you know, the day itself will just teach you how much um, happiness and just the joy that is the overarching reason everyone is gathered in that room makes it all worthwhile. And it was so much fun. Um, second from last, just a reminder, whilst you're planning, whilst you're budgeting, whilst you're doing all that, the day will teach you that just because you paid for it doesn't mean you're going to eat it. Okay. We, um, you know, we're going back and forth with discussions, with catering budgets, this, that, and the other. But I kid you not, we ordered a takeaway. We had a kebab in our room the night of our wedding. Don't ask me why. I'm just saying, okay, yes, we paid for all the food and we fed the 300 people, but me and my husband did not eat. And I know we we had a plate, like someone brought food to our plate and we even had some of the appetite. Like I saw food, but the day just, 
it's just such a busy day that we don't remember eating. So by the time we got back to our hotel room, my husband was starving. So we got a takeaway. Um, and it's something that we laugh about now. I think the week of like the week after the wedding, Dapper was probably not really laughing about it because he was like, I never did it. But he's fine about it now. But you know, it's just funny that I think you plan so much, but you just don't eat. So I had, I'm really glad we had breakfast the morning of the wedding because the rest of the day was just like pictures, smiling, dancing, pictures changing. Oh, the zip's not working. Oh, okay. We're doing this. So yeah, that was probably one of the highlights, uh, kind of highlights in the end, but not so much. And the last and final thing that you will learn on your wedding day is that the wedding night is a myth. Sorry to be the one to break it to you. Um, and it's not because, to be honest, we were tired, like tired.com. Obviously, we were hungry. So we did the food thing first. That was the priority. And then after the food, we slept like snoring sleep. I mean, I caught up with there's so many people who had been sending messages and pictures and all that kind of stuff. So I caught up with pictures because I love pictures and slept. So yeah, wedding night's a myth, guys. If you didn't know, you heard it here first. So yeah, that's just what you learn on your day. I'm so intrigued to know what you've learned from your day, if you've already had it, what you think you're going to learn from your wedding day, if it's, if it hasn't happened yet. Um, and anything in between, really. Um, so yeah, this is part two of the wedding series. We have one more episode to do with wedding related things. And then we're not going to talk about it anymore. I think I'll, obviously I'll talk about the wedding, but it might be like, in relation to stuff, but not weird. I talked about my wedding all of last year. I'm sure you are over it. We're in a whole new decade, guys. Got to move with the times. Book club. How are we all doing with our read? I have finished my book. Oh, it took me a while, but I got through it. So I am now reading um, a book called Smart Money Tribe, I think. Um it's from an author who is Nigerian, a female author. And I am still, I'm literally, I started it just yesterday. So I will tell you more about it in the next episode because I probably wouldn't have finished it by then. Um, but let me know what you're reading, what book number you're on. This is book number three for me for 2020. So let's keep the book club going. But yeah, so check out part three in a couple of weeks. Bye guys.